Hi, this is Karen Mason, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Get ready, it's time for another edition of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak. This is episode... 512 of the show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week, multi-award winning Broadway star and singer. She originated the role of Tanya and Mamma Mia on Broadway. Also, she was the Queen of Hearts in the Broadway play Wonderland and all sorts of other things she's done. And, of course, she's been on TV on different shows, Law & Order, etc. And she'll be at the Orinda Theater on December 16th at 7 p.m. in Orinda, California. So get ready for that. Karen Mason is going to be coming our way. And uh, she'll be coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. Let's get ready. It's time for Remake Madness. Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness. The horror film Chucky is being remade, and the creator, Don Mancini, is not happy. He's not being included in the remake. In the remake of What Women Want, now called What Men Want, because they've switched the roles, will arrive on February 8, 2019, and the remake of Pet Cemetery will arrive in theaters on April 5th. That's it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, let's take a look at what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Upcoming new movie, Zac Efron will star as serial killer Ted Bundy in Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil and Vile. That's a long title. It's a different role for Zac Efron from what we're used to seeing him in. And it will premiere at the 2019 Sundance Film Festival. Melissa McCarthy, she's busy. She'll star in Margie Christmas. It's a comedy, musical, and it is set for release for November 15, 2019. And The Good Liar will star Helen Mirren and Ian McKellen as a swindler falls for his latest online target. That's it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen and Beyond, let's go down to Sequel City and find out what's coming your way as far as sequels. Sequel City, well, John Carpenter says, we'll be ready. As far as a sequel to uh, the Halloween film, which they just did, and of course, uh, we're, that's no surprise, actually. It was such a big hit, and so we can be looking for more. And filming for Stephen King's Doctor Sleep, which is the sequel to The Shining, has wrapped, and it will be released on January 24th, 2020. Toy Story 4 will hit theaters on June 21st, 
2019. So a lot of things coming our way as far as sequels. That's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD? TV on DVD, well, if you've got kids, you know this one. Peppa Pig, When I Grow Up, will be coming our way on January 22nd on DVD. And PJ Masks, Butterfly Brigade will hit DVD on February 5th. And HBO's The Deuce, the complete second season, hits digital on December 3rd. And on, let's see, Blu-ray and DVD on February 5th. So they uh, continue to do different separate releases. And that's it for TV on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, what do you say we take a peek at what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD? Movies on DVD, Goosebumps 2 arrives on digital on December 25th and Blu-ray and DVD on January 15th. And Robert Redford will be hitting digital on January 1st and Blu-ray DVD on January 15th with The Old Man and the Gun. And Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis lands on digital December 28th and Blu-ray and DVD on January 15th. That's it for Movies on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time, well, January will be the release month of the Game of Thrones version of Monopoly. And uh, let's see, Jessica Lange has joined the new Ryan Murphy show on Netflix called The Politician. And the new Star Trek series starring Patrick Stewart as Jean-Luc Picard will soar onto CBS All Access at the end of 2019. That's it for TV and Entertainment Time. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it's Celebrity Birthdays. We baked you a birthday cake. If you get a tummy ache and you moan and groan and woe, don't forget we told you so. Happy birthday! Celebrity birthdays on December 11th. Ryder Strong turns 39. Of course, he was from Boy Meets World. And on December 12th, Dionne Warwick turns 78. Steve Buscemi turns 61 on December 13th. And Don Johnson from Miami Vice turns 69 on December 15th. That's it for Celebrity Birthdays. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, Karen Mason is going to be joining us. She's been on Broadway, won all kinds of awards. She uh, originated the character of Tanya on Mamma Mia on Broadway and so many other plays and, and things she's done on Broadway. And uh, she just got off touring uh, around the country, in fact. And we'll be talking about that on uh, another play. And uh, a lot of things going on with the Karen Mason. She's coming up next. She's going to be at the Arinda Theater on December 16th at 7 p.m. Going to put on a great show. Karen Mason, next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today on On Screen and Beyond, our guest is a multi-award winning actress and singer who is known for many roles on Broadway, including as the Queen of Hearts in Wonderland, Velma in Hairspray, and originating the role of Tanya in Mamma Mia. She also appeared on TV on Ed, Law & Order, and Law & Order SVU. 
And she will be performing and singing her heart out on Sunday, December 16th at 7 p.m. at the Arenda Theater in Arenda, California. It's Karen Mason. Karen, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Oh, thank you, Brian. It's great to be here. Now, Karen, I appreciate you doing this so much because <laughs> I, I know you have been running around the, 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 the country, or maybe even more than the country, I don't know. No, it was just the country. It was the North American tour. Okay, for Andrew Lloyd Webber's Love Never Dies. Yes. Yeah, we just, as a matter of fact, uh, did our last performance on December 2nd in uh, Austin, Texas, and flew home on Monday, and I, I'm having a little bit of a learning curve about being home now. <laughs> you know, I'm wondering why I can't go down to breakfast um, and in the restaurant <laughs> and the gym and the hotel. So <laughs> it's a little bit of a learning curve, but wow. I had a great time doing this role. I played Madame Giry in uh, Love Never Dies, which is the sequel to Phantom of the Opera, mm-hmm. and it was a lot of fun. A great group of people, a great cast, and... You know, but now on to the next adventure. Wow. Now, when you're on tour like that, and you mentioned a year, year and a half, uh, is it constant a year and a half that you're doing that? We had, um, I think, maybe four layoffs, which was just a week in between. I think one time we had two weeks. But, um, yeah, so it's fairly constant. And for the most part, it was week days in places so we would do tuesday through sunday with a a five show weekend so friday to saturday to sunday and then travel on monday and you really don't get a day off unless you get um unless you're in a place for a couple of weeks or you get the layoff but you know and me being the i don't know crazy person that I am most of the time I was working during those layoffs doing concerts or you know trying to keep my toes in other other places that I I like to perform wow yeah I know kind of crazy I you know (laughs) but as I I'm just uh, I like what I do and that helps a lot hmm boy that's (laughs) that sounds like excuse me it sounds like a grueling schedule sometimes it was. It was. I, I have to say I did complain throughout the year and a half a few times about about being tired. But, um, it you know, listen, you take the work when you can get it. True, true. Because, yeah, it's, a, it's not a – it's a crazy business, and it was a great opportunity to do a show that had not been done in – North America, North American continent before. It had been done in London and Australia and Hamburg. And um, so this was a great opportunity to work with Andrew Lloyd Webber and um, also the director, Simon Phillips from Australia, is amazing. So it was, it was just fantastic to do. I really did have a great time, but I am a little pooped. Hmm. And looking forward to the next challenge, which is the Arinda. Um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of putting back on my Karen Mason at the cabaret uh, outfits and um, going to be there December 16th singing, you know, music that I love and some great holiday stuff and some crazy holiday songs. Hmm. So, fun. Yeah, so that, that'll be quite a change from, I mean, you're still in front of an audience, uh, obviously yes. not as big an audi- audience as, as you, you were doing, but uh, uh, very intimate there. Have you, have you seen or heard of the, uh, the Arinda Theater? 
You know, I had heard of it before, um, and then when I got the call from Michael Williams to do the uh, cabaret series, it, you know, my uh, of course, yeah, absolutely, it sounds like great fun. And I love that different venues are trying to incorporate, um, you know, live music into mm-hmm. their schedules. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, hey, it's a perfect combination, you know, a film a place where they show films and then live music it's fantastic yeah it's a it's a beautiful old theater oh so it's, is it's, it really yeah. it, the pictures look amazing oh yeah it's it's an, it's really uh, it takes you back and and the atmosphere of of you know you or any of the singers in the concert series that have been there it it's just it, it's made for it <laughs> you know, really oh. <laughs> But. It's going to be so, I, I mean, I just, I love that whole idea of taking, re, kind of repurposing, but not totally, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a, a venue. Because live music needs to stay live. And, yeah. <laughs> it, you know, we we seem to have fewer and fewer places that we can all go and, and uh you know, show our wares. Yeah. Well, it's, it's what's nice about this, it's very intimate. And, uh you know, everybody is, is is feels that you are right there in front of them because it's it's they're so close. You know. Yeah, and that's what I love about cabaret. Actually, you know, doing a a a theater piece, a big musical, and it was a big musical. We played, you know, very large venues, um, not arenas, but very large and mostly old, beautiful theaters. Mm. But there is that separation. And I, I look forward to being able to see people in the audience again and really, um, you know, sharing the, the uh, experience a little bit more intimately with them. I, I do miss that and love that. Yeah, yeah. Well, this, I mean, you, the people that are going to be there are in for a treat, but you'll be in for a treat also because of the, the atmosphere and, and, and the response you're going to get. Uh, and uh, what are some of the, can you give us a hint of some of the songs that you'll be singing? Sure, yeah. I mean, we're trying to, like, be a, since it's um, December, you, you feel a little bit um, responsible to do some holiday things. Of course. But what's great about um, doing this show that I, you know, that we've, we're starting to put together is that it it doesn't just feel saccharine. It's got a real modern sensibility to it about the holidays, and uh, just some, uh, we'll probably be doing um, uh, It's Today from um, MAME and uh, a beautiful arrangement of um, What the World Needs Now is Love mm-hmm. and uh, What We Need is a Little Christmas. That's also from MAME. We Need a Little Christmas. Um, doing Joni Mitchell's River, which is an absolutely gorgeous song. Mm-hmm. It's doing We Three Kings in this fantastic arrangement that was done for me quite a few years ago by my music director back then, Brian Lasser. And it's it's a very mysterious, um, very, got a beautiful sound to it. It's just a gorgeous um, arrangement of We Three Kings, which sounds like, oh, no, not another Christmas carol. Please don't <laughs> sing it. But it's real. You have to. You have so to. Be- <laughs> well, listen, you know, when I look at these choices, I think, oh, Lord, people are going to think we're doing this really cloying 
Christmas, um, you know, holiday show, but not. I like to show every part of it. There's a a song that we that that we're gonna do called uh, "Not This Christmas," which is and my my director has to update update this whenever we do the show, and he is not looking forward to it, may I say. <laughs> But it's all the things that you don't want to get this Christmas, and they're really funny. Hmm. It's just a really silly, smart take on, you know, the fact that sometimes we feel like we have to just buy anything to give as a present, and Mm. (laughs) very funny. We'll be back with more of our guests right after this short break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. So, is it difficult for you when you're, you're trying to plan out a show? Uh, I mean, you know, let's face it. There's there's millions of songs out there to yeah. choose from. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you want to keep freshening um, your catalog. The you know the music that you do. I I do have a kind of a fondness for certain eras i i guess but there are so many great songs out there and you know when one speaks to you mm-hmm. you know you know when you go i this this is something i feel like i could add a little something to just a person becomes a little bit more of a personal statement and you hope that you keep changing that i mean it's easy to get into um ruts because you know it you know and you know how it feels to sing it and you know the message it conveys, but you really do always want to keep updating um, your, what you're, what you're performing because listen, I'm changing as a person. I want what I'm singing to be, you know, a a, a very to the moment um, statement about who I am as a, as a singer, as a woman, as a performer as somebody who's now on, you know, Medicare, <laughs> it things change. I'm I'm singing different songs than I did 20 years ago, and yeah. so, you know, it's it's important to keep making it a, a an up to date personal statement. Mm-hmm. Do you do any of the, uh, the songs that you've been become famous for for in Broadway? Um, yeah, during this show, you know what, uh, since I just got home, I'm not really sure. We're still in the process. Mm-hmm. Usually I like to include songs from shows that I've done. Um, I, I did do, uh, the, the first national of A Christmas Story and played Miss Shields. Um, the song, uh, You'll Shoot Your Eye Out was, uh, originally written with, with me in mind and, I, um, you know what? We haven't done it, but we certainly could. It's a funny piece, and uh, 
but I have I think for this show it'll you know we haven't quite looked at it totally so mm-hmm. I hate to say yes or no but we'll certainly consider them you know it's uh always good to do songs that that people um identify you with and to also give you a little bit of street cred right yeah yeah huh so has being on stage, and you've been on stage <laughs> more than probably most people ever have been, but uh, is that something you always wanted to do? Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. I I always imagined that I would end up somehow performing. We had music around the house when I was growing up. My mother um, played piano a lot, and but always also had on records and um you know, it was always playing a wide variety from Beethoven to Sinatra and operettas. And my parents took us to see um, musicals when we grew up a little bit in St. Louis and the St. Louis Muni Opera. And my parents took my uh, sisters and I to see shows there. And Oh, Lord, I just wanted to be part of that magic Mm. to see how that, you know, creates an entire other world on a stage is something that just really always appealed to me. And I didn't do my first show with other people. My sisters and I always did uh, shows called Fourth of July specials, which, you know, were I'm sure as magnificent as the title, <laughs> and and but I never really did a show with other people until I was in high school yeah. and needed a date for prom, and thought because uh, I went to an all girls school, so I thought oh I'll go over to the boys school and do something like that because I wasn't sports minded in any way, and did my first show and honestly it just always felt like I was home, mm-hmm. so. It's always been a part of my uh, psyche, my intention that my life would include performing somehow. Yeah. Do you ever get butterflies? You know, I do go through first lyric panic, yes. For a new show? Yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, every night before um, Love Never Dies, I right before I would go on, I would say my lines out loud. Because the second you don't, is the, for me, is the second that I will screw them up and that's a very lonely feeling (laughs) but uh you know the the thing about cabaret is yeah you get nervous you have an entire room of people staring at you and you're the only one who's going to be talking to them uh you know yeah that's pretty not only presumptuous but it's it can be it can make you a little crazy if you think about it, a little nervous sure i wouldn't be human if i didn't get nervous but once i'm out there i feel like i can you know some more than others but you know that i uh, i am home and so yeah. it we're just going to have a party hmm. now you mentioned you know mixing up your words or something like that uh, and, and and most likely the audience, unless they've seen the show fifty times, <laughs> isn't going to notice it. But have you ever had that moment when you know you've had something go wrong, and you know all of a sudden your other cast members are sort of looking at each other? <laughs> Why, yes, I have. You have. <laughs> <laughs> Why, yes, I have, Brian. 
Um, actually, very, 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 very recently, <laughs> um, the closing night, the closing night of Love Never Dies. There's a there was a lyric that um, it's. Um, I'm supposed to say, the boy, you think I took the boy? Why would I do such a thing? And the line is, do you think I don't know who he is? Uh, so uh, there is a, I get to the part, and it's very dramatic, and the music is, you know, the conductor is is waiting for me to say the line so that he can continue with the rest of the show. And so it's... Uh, the boy, you think I took the boy? Uh, why would I do such a thing? Do you think I don't know who he is? And I could not remember, do I? Do you think I don't know who he is? Wow. So I'm staring at the phantom. He's staring at me. I'm staring at the phantom, <laughs> thinking, why aren't you saying your line? <laughs> and he's staring at me, saying, why aren't you thinking why aren't you saying your line and it i finally got it but good god man it took me a long time to get there <laughs> and there's four other people on stage and they i could not look at me could wow. not look at me in this very dramatic scene they all turned away and giggled <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> they probably figured, well, how many times have you said that line? <laughs> I know, yeah. A year and a half later, it's like the second your mind goes to something else like, mm -hmm. oh, gee, I, I still need to pack to get home tomorrow. You are so screwed. So, <laughs> it's, oh, well. Well, you, you, know, you hey, know, it's live theater. Yeah. Stuff happens. And it's good to hear that, that a seasoned actress <laughs> uh, can, is, is still human. <laughs> Yeah, well, yes, humanity is something that I have great deal of <laughs> when it comes to, um, you know, making mistakes. But all, what can you do? You yeah. know, you just but I'm sure you to have you, to move on. I'm sure to you it felt like an eternity. Like 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it was probably a split second. Nobody even noticed it other than, you know, you know, the guy waiting for you to say the line, you know. That's right. Who was staring at me and starting to flop sweat, and I'm flop sweating going, why is this not moving along? Oh, oh God. You just, you know, when stuff happens like that, all you can do is, thank goodness, it was a great company of actors who we all supported each other. I mean, we had a year and a half of supporting each other right, through yeah. an awful lot of craziness in live theater. And this company, uh, you know, there was a great deal of trust with each other. That is a huge gift. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, But when you're on stage by yourself doing a cabaret, mm, not so much. <laughs> you don't right. have other people you can rely on. So you do have to get a sense of humor about when things don't go the way that you thought they were going to mm -hmm. go. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's the thing about uh, the cabaret thing is it's, it's, it's so intimate and I love it when, when the person interacts with the, with the people. Oh yeah. You know, because it just feels like, Oh, I'm listening to a friend, you know, I've never yeah. met you, but, but you're my friend, you know? <laughs> right. Right. I mean, and that's what it should be. You're in a, you're in a small, you know, room, with one person who's talking to you and I that's for me that's always been the the best cabaret 
the the cabaret that I enjoy the most. Let me put it that way. It's not that it's the best cabaret. It's what I enjoy yeah. is when I feel like it's that communication between the singer and the people in the audience. That it is just you know you're with a friend and now let's you know tell some stories and you want to feel like the person on stage it has got it all under control. You know that you're having this party and if you know the appetizers. Uh, you know, overcook, it's still going to be a great party. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, I have great people that I work with at the piano and in, as a director, I'll be out in California with, um, my music director of many years, Christopher Denny. And there's such a, a, a bond and such trust there that he knows that, you know, when I screw things up that, um, listen, sometimes, I will change keys in the middle of a song and not even realize it. Hmm. That because I'm going to the, I've skipped a verse. Yeah. And he catches me, and you know it's fantastic. That that kind of union is is very. It's a it's a definitely a blessing. Got to keep him on his toes. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Can't you know? Don't get. Don't think that you know what we're going to be doing. Right. <laughs> Well, Karen, it, it, it sounds like it's going to be a fantastic show, and it's Sunday night, December 16th at 7 p.m. at the Orinda Theater in Orinda, California. People should definitely be going to that, and uh, they can hop on the BART from San Francisco or from wherever in the, the Bay Area and just zip up to Orinda, walk across the street, and you are at the theater right there. Uh, they have the wine bar. Uh, you know, go have a drink before and after the show. <laughs> oh, heck, cab cabaret is so much better after a cocktail. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not too many, though. <laughs> Not too many. You don't fall asleep during my show. Right. But the good thing is I'm loud, so it'll be, you know, you won't fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Karen, I'd like to finish up with two final questions. Sure. Taking us away from Broadway and all the shows you've been in and your music and your appearance at Orinda. But... When you yourself sit back, and I know you don't have much time because you've been on tours and everything, but when you do, what do you watch on TV? What's your favorite TV <laughs> shows now and of the past, and what are your favorite movies now and of the past? Oh, wow. Okay, television, I have recently gotten hooked on Game of Thrones. Ah, okay. Not quite sure why, mm -hmm. because it's very violent, yeah. but I have gotten hooked on it, and it's... Uh, basically blame it on the entire cast of Love Never Dies for um, getting me hooked on these uh, things. You know, working with all these young people mm -hmm. who basically they are up on everything. And so I have seven seasons now to catch up on Game of Thrones. Um, and I, I do love watching, you know, I like the the new phenomenon to me, which is just you know, watching show after show after show after show, watching mm. the entire season. Crazy. That is just crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's an amazing thing. I can get lost. My movies, well, my um, my favorite movie of all time is Random Harvest. Mm. I haven't been told the, that one before. <laughs> you what? That, I haven't been told. Nobody's told me that one before. I, uh, Ronald Coleman. Is it Ronald Coleman? It's been a while. Coleman and Greer Garson. Mm -hmm. Oh, I just, you know, it's one of those old movies that always makes me cry. 
and um, I, I haven't seen it in a while. As a matter of fact, I'll probably go watch it um, <laughs> now that I've re- reminded myself. Right? Of yeah, it. yeah. It's a standby, it's, the go-to. <laughs> yeah, and I love um, a more recent one. I was watching. Uh, uh, You've got mail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's such a sweet film. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it goes back. It that reminds me a lot of an older type, you know, movie from the forties or fifties. Yes. You know, it, it it had that feel to it, which was nice. Yeah, I think I, <clears throat> I think I really do like those old Meet Me in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just the that type of. I mean, if you've got mail, almost has the 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 uh, tempo of a musical. Of a movie musical from that era, mm-hmm. yeah. that that they really should be bursting into song. Um, but it's uh, those are the types of movies I like. And then, of course, then you go to the other extreme with Game of Thrones, which is all violence, <laughs> nudity. So I guess I'm all over the board here. <laughs> yeah, no, that's 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 you know, it's people. A lot of people have mentioned to me after you know because I've been doing this for twelve years, and people, uh, I always ask that question, and people come up with things that like like the movie you told us, uh, and they'll say, people email me and say, oh, well, I got to check that one out because you know, and then they'll say, oh, I watched it and it was great, you know. So so people are finding shows and movies that that not everybody has seen. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah, you know, I like romance. I like the the. I guess I just like to get lost in romance, mm-hmm. and obviously, sex and violence with Game of Thrones. <laughs> so <laughs> you cover all the bases. <laughs> I guess I do. Yeah. yeah. You know, somebody once told me that they they were surprised at how much anger there was in me, and I said, "Yeah, but I grew up, you know, a Catholic girl in an all girls school. So yeah, there's a lot of." There's a lot of rage there. <laughs> <laughs> well, Karen, I, I cannot thank you enough for taking the time to talk to us after your busy schedule. And oh. uh, I really hope that, uh, that everybody shows up uh, at the Arinda Theater on December 16th, Sunday night, and take in a great show with, with you there. Thank you so much, Brian. It's been a pleasure. Karen Mason, amazing actress, great singer. And uh, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us here at On Screen and Beyond. If you are in New York, they say you got to see the cabaret show of Karen Mason. But uh, now she's going to the other side of the country on December 16th. She will be at the Orinda Theater in Orinda, California. And it's at 7 o'clock on December 16th, Sunday night. So uh, you can check her out there. It's a great place to see a show like this. And uh, we hope you all join her. And uh, that's it. That is another episode of On Screen and Beyond. And and things are still going good here. We got another episode coming your way very shortly. I got to have something for Christmas, of course. We'll be giving you that in a very short time. So get ready for that. And uh, for now, though, that's a wrap for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. So until next time, when we once again take you on screen and beyond. I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. (laughs)